This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome to Resource Center, the show where we discuss the tools and techniques you need to be at the forefront of the ever-evolving world of business. This is Audrey Raj. Now, last year, the direct selling industry in Malaysia raked in some 17.8 billion ringgit in revenue, up from 17 billion in 2019. This was a new milestone for the industry here, and they managed this feat despite the pandemic and movement controls limiting face-to-face interaction that has shaped the way members in the industry have done things for decades. So it's safe to say that direct selling has adapted well to life in the age of the coronavirus. And it's done so, like all other businesses during this time, with the help of technology. But has technology helped ease the stigma associated with direct selling? And how have they dealt with the proliferation of scams online? Well, to talk to us about all this, we have with us on the show today, Dato Tan Chong Guan, President of the Direct Selling Association of Malaysia. Hi, uh, I'm Dato uh, C.G. Tan. I'm the uh, President of Direct Selling Association of Malaysia. This is my uh, second term as, uh, as the President and each term is uh, two years. So uh, I've been in the direct sales industry wow, since 1985. So we've been through the, the, the ups and downs in the industry and most of the major developments in terms of uh, the the development of the direct selling industry in our country. Dato, welcome to the show. Now, when I think of direct selling, Dato, I think of face-to-face. I think relationship building, person-to-person sales, and of course, additional income. So how does a direct-to-consumer approach like this survive during a pandemic? You know, when you're deprived of most of what I've just mentioned, um, do you take your business online just like everyone else did? Well, Audrey, you've hit it. Uh, right on the on the nail. Uh, direct selling is all about person to person, and it, it's all about uh, uh, building a relationship. So during the pandemic, a lot of people realized the importance of health, right? Because uh, the pandemic uh, attacks uh, people with low immune system, uh, and of course through through hyg- hygienic uh, practices. So when people are locked down in the house and then they realize uh, the importance of good immune system, many people realize uh, that suddenly I need to be more healthy in terms of uh, what I eat, in terms of the supplements that I take. So during the pandemic, the positive uh, for the industry out of the pandemic is that uh, a lot more people realize the importance of uh, good nutrition. Uh, and and uh, when people are locked down in the house, as you know, some may have lost their job, some may have uh, had their salary uh, deducted. Uh, so they also realize the importance of having an additional source of income. And uh, when you cannot go out of the house, what can you do other than to work from home, right? So direct selling allows or gives it that opportunity, that hope to people that there is an avenue for you to uh, earn an additional income through direct sales. Of course, the uh, of course the person-to-person aspect of the business uh, is impacted. But again, thanks to technology, uh, people can reach out through social media to a lot more people uh, than than they could before. 
Right. So the direct selling industry, uh, like I just mentioned, it did really well in 2020. Revenue was at 17.8 billion last year, up from 17 billion in 2019. Aside from healthcare and nutrition, what were the other industry segments that helped this growth? Yeah. Uh, uh, just, just, just the latest information from the Ministry of Domestic Trade is that in 2019, the industry sales is 21.4 billion ringgit. Ooh, yeah, okay. 24. Yeah. So we, we, we've seen we've seen a steady increase for the last uh, you know five ten years in our industry. We've been growing pretty steadily, and the aspect of the growth where is it coming from? In the past, generally about 47 percent of the sales. Uh, or rather the combination of products that contribute to the sales uh, in the industry comes from the wellness uh, sector. Wellness as in vitamins, uh, food supplements. The other 19% uh, is in personal care and cosmetics. These two categories uh, form more than um, uh, 65% of the total uh, contribution uh, to the the direct sales industry. Hmm. Were there any other trends that you noticed last year that helped uh, boost growth? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it, it's, it's not rocket science and it's pretty obvious. It's the health supplement sector and, of course, the personal care in terms of uh, san- uh, sanitization, hand sanitizer, right. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, so, so that, that, that contributes the majority. Like I mentioned, it's about 65% form the total bulk of the the contribution to the industry. Was there renewed interest um, in direct selling last year because of the pandemic? You know, did more people sign up as distributors um, to find a source of additional income? And and do you have any stats for something like this? Yeah, definitely. uh, There are more people, renewed interest, like you said, in direct selling. We don't have the, the exact figures from the ministry yet. Uh, and again, it depends on the individual company. Uh, what I mean by that is that companies that did well are companies that had strong online social media uh, presence tools as well as uh, mobile apps. A company that, that had these before the pandemic uh, set in uh, generally do better. Uh, and again, because when people are locked at home, uh, their only access to the outside world is through the, the internet and the social media. So those companies with, with these uh, tools ready uh, generally do better. Hmm. Do you have any figures on how many direct selling companies there are in Malaysia right now, those registered at least? From the ministry, uh, if I remember correctly, there's over 300 companies that, that, are, that are licensed. Um, uh, but I can only talk about uh, the number of members in Direct Selling Association of Malaysia, DSAM. We have 126 members right now. And, uh, and our members uh, contribute more than half of the industry sales. So, uh, did you notice any new opportunities that uh, distributors found from joining the direct selling industry during this pandemic, aside from the additional income? Well, did you find any other opportunities? Uh, well, opportunities are more or less uh, the, the, the very similar because our industry uh, is, is not a new industry. In fact, I, I would go as far as to say that 
the present uh, internet reach to people is actually very similar to the direct selling model, uh, which we started you know, in, in the early 1900s, because it's all about building relationships. It's, it's all about through word of mouth, where, where uh, you share some, a good product and uh, it just grow from there. Fast forward to the uh, internet age is you with your, in, with, with your computer, you can just reach out to so many people and you just share information. So, so in that respect, it's very similar. So it's nothing new to us, uh, direct sellers, except that uh, with, with the internet age, you are talking to a machine, through machines. Uh, and in the past, for direct sellers, it's all uh, person to person. So in terms of opportunity, uh, it is very similar in the sense that uh, uh, when you have something interesting to share or when you have something good to share, you share with your friends first. Share, share with your friends about benefits of certain products that has the, product, the benefit of the product that it has given you. Talk, talk about uh, a business opportunity that, that, you can, that you can have using this, this method. Uh, so... Uh, the new new opportunity here will be a better usage or higher usage of online tools to to have a better reach you know areas sectors where in the past physically uh, you you can't reach not as fast though yeah exactly uh, now that I understand that the direct selling association of Malaysia conducts regular training sessions for its members. So what kind of engagements have you guys organized to prepare potential and existing distributors um, for the coming year? You know, especially since everybody's doing everything via a machine, like you just said, mm. and doing things online. You know, what kind of training sessions have you organized to help them, um, well, maximize their growth during this time? Yeah, well, usually this, this segment of, of the, uh, the business uh, is done by our member companies, uh, which means that the individual company itself uh, will, will, will have a program where they will, they will conduct for their distributors uh, on, on how to use these uh, online tools, on how to sell a product, on how to do recruitment. These are all done by individual um, uh, direct selling company, member companies. From the perspective of the association, like I mentioned earlier, we can encourage our members to speed up their uptake of the embracing the uh, technology to use more online tools so that they can keep up to pace with what's happening to, and to take advantage of what's happening in, in, the, in the marketplace right now. And from our industry view, we also want to share uh, with our members on what are the latest compliance do's and don'ts so that they can speed up that uptake or, you know, to use technology in, in their business, enhance their, their reach to consumers and to, to, to build their distributor base. All right, it's time for us to take a quick break now for some messages. But when we come back, we'll get into scams, we'll get into the Direct Selling Act, and we'll get into what's next with the president of the Direct Selling Association of Malaysia, Dato Tan Chong Guan, only on Resource Centre, BFM 89.9. Bloggers for Malaysia, BFM. 
You are listening to Resource Center. My name is Audrey Raj. On the show with me today is President of the Direct Selling Association of Malaysia, Dato Tan Chong Wan. Um, Dato, I'm curious about this stigma that we've noticed over the years when it comes to direct selling. Is that stigma still around? Do people kind of, you know, run the other way when they see a friend who is involved in direct selling? Is that still around today or has technology helped ease um, this stigma? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yes, technology definitely has helped uh, create better awareness about the industry. The stigma is still there, but it's, it's very much reduced. And, and by nature, any person would always feel a little bit uh, taken aback or wary when, sometime, when, when someone comes up and offers you a, a deal. Uh, that, that's just our, our, our general nature. So uh, where direct selling is concerned, the stigma actually did not come because of direct selling, but it came more because of... Uh, of scammers and uh, pyramid schemes that disguise themselves uh, using the direct selling model, which is from using by word of mouth, that, that caused that misunderstanding with the direct selling uh, industry. Uh, because in general, direct selling companies is actually, it's also a business. It's only the way that we do the marketing and selling of the products that's a little bit uh, different, that's a little bit innovative. Uh, that cuts out the middleman so that the savings that we get uh, is paid out to the, our business partners uh, in a way like distributors and agents. So, so the stigma is caused not so much by the sellers, but by the scammers, the, 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 the people who have a sinister intent uh, to, to, to cheat and to scam people. So how are we doing to, to, to improve that image? Direct selling companies in Malaysia are licensed. And that's why I say I'm very proud that our country is one of the first in the world to come up with uh, a direct selling act. Yeah, the direct selling act came about in 1993. That's to regulate our industry more so to, to protect the consumers and to ensure that um, licensed direct selling companies abide by a set of rules and laws and where Direct Selling Association of Malaysia is concerned, we have a code of ethics and a code administrator to administer and enforce this code of ethics uh, with our members. So uh, the, the, the consumer, the general public, uh, can, can uh, uh, avert their, their, their fears by requesting anything, uh, any company that comes to offer them a deal or a product by asking them to show them their license, the direct selling license. And, and, and it's, it's uh, compulsory by law that we have to display our license in our business outlets. So, so the first thing to ask for, whether a company is, is, is a licensed and proper uh, business, uh, direct selling business, is to ask for the AJL license, Akta Jualan Langsung license, AJL license. And number two is to find out whether they have a product to sell and whether that product is is unique product, um, and whether to sign up to become a member uh, requires you to come up with a lot of money. So generally, if a a, a scammer uh, comes in and and tries to 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 cheat the the public, they would ask either for a a big sum to invest, 
or right now they are also they, 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 they've gotten smarter by asking for smaller amounts but in more uh, regular payments oh, you know yeah. yeah so so to prevent uh, to be scammed uh, we have to be vigilant just like in any industry actually not just in particular the direct selling industry so mm. so yeah our, our our government working in tandem together with the association, we are always wary and working towards uh, preventing the general public from being cheated. Right. Um, any other trends that the Direct Selling Association of Malaysia is expecting for 2021? And, you know, do you have a plan to take advantage or prepare your members for these trends that will come? In this coming year, uh, we see higher recruitment rates as, as people try to look for additional sources of income. We see higher awareness in terms of health and nutrition products and, and in uh, hygiene products. We see a little bit of cautiousness in coming out because people are still uh, in the middle of a pandemic. People are still not, not coming out as often. Uh, so the increase on online social media tools to reach out uh, to increase. So, so like, like I mentioned, um, yeah, we, we encourage our, our member companies to take up uh, quicker in, in embracing technology. We love the technology. We are not here. We are not against the technology. We love the technology. The online technology internet is here to stay. Uh, we want to embrace it uh, and we want to work with it so that uh, we can increase the, the reach to more people who need an opportunity. And, and like I said earlier, the hope, because some may have lost their jobs, you know, and they need to put uh, uh, food on the table. So, so this is a, a very good avenue. And, and I, I tell our, our member companies that um, we have to go out and share the, 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 the good part of why direct selling is, is uh, required to do our national duty to, to, to help people put food on the table because we offer a business opportunity to work from home. Hmm. Dato, um, are there any digitalization efforts that is currently being undertaken by DSAM uh, and its member companies you know, and, and, and um, any kind of efforts that will help distributors sustain their livelihood, put food on the table? You know, uh, as long as this pandemic goes on? Yeah, uh, well, the usage of internet and internet tools still goes back to the individual companies. Uh, it's nothing new. Uh, in fact, almost, I, I would say all of our members, uh, or any business for that matter, uh, would have their own website by now, right? And, and, uh, and uh, with, with, with that reach, uh, it's how much they want to enhance their, their current presence online, that's all. So like I said, the individual companies uh, do provide training to their own distributors and agents uh, on using online tools. It's an ongoing affair. Uh, so so uh, the one that adapts fastest, the one that, that, that uh, you know, brings their, their distributors, engages them, uh, with their uh, online new fresh online tools will be the one that that's gonna be be uh, better adapted to survive the pandemic. 
And as the voice of the industry, I understand that the Direct Selling Association of Malaysia has also been engaging with government officials to safeguard consumers and business owners' interests and ensuring that the Direct Selling Act that you were talking to us about earlier, that this act stays relevant during this time uh, and, of course, uncertain times Mm -hmm. uh, that we're living in. What kind of changes are you pushing for to ensure that this act remains relevant? Yeah. Uh, well, this this act was is is uh, was was uh, gazetted or, or rather uh, it came about because the government wanted to make sure that the consumers are protected. And like I said, we have a code of ethics in DSAM to make sure that our members follow that code of ethics, uh, so that uh, people dealing with DSAM members companies uh, know that they are dealing with a genuine. A business that is uh, that is uh, that is ethical. So some of the things that we are working towards is uh, self-regulation among our members, uh, and and that's why we have a code administrator to enforce the the, the, the that that code. Uh, one of the key things in our code of ethics is uh, no 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 medical claims on the products. Uh, no excessive income claims, uh, as because the individuals uh, some some work faster, get faster results. Some some are slower, so no no uh, no claims. We guarantee uh, our products by having a product return uh, warranty, uh, and uh, there is a, per the, the the direct selling act, there's a ten days cooling off period. Anyone who signs up can have ten days to decide whether they make that decision through impulse or, or or they feel that you know I like to, to not get involved they can they can return they get their money back so so this law will always be relevant uh, so that before I let you off the hook um, how do you see this industry evolving further in the next couple of years you know post pandemic uh, fingers crossed when everything is better how do you see the direct selling industry evolving beyond that? Yeah, the direct selling industry has been around for a long time, like I said, since the 19, early 1900s. So it's all about building relationship until the day when we no longer need to have human relationship. <laughs> our business will continue to flourish. Uh, when, when I, 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 would, I would say when times are difficult, when times are tough, we find a lot more people looking for business opportunities. So in terms of recruitment uh, uh, during bad times, uh, it it improves. Uh, when times are good, uh, more people uh, use the products. So consumers increase during uh, bad times. So, so regardless of, of any cyclical uh, uh, ups and downs, our industry continues to, to survive. So coming back to your question, when the pandemic ends, uh, how, how do we see the industry uh, growing? Well, for people who have been using social media during the pandemic, uh, reaching out to new friends, reaching out to existing customers. When the pandemic ends, you'll see people uh, going out to renew those relationships, to see, to put a face to to the to the you know to the virtual person, right? And uh, to show that person, new friend, uh, something something extra in terms of new products or new opportunities. So, so I see relationship building still a very core ingredient in the direct selling business. So, so we will continue to, to grow in the coming years. Uh, 
Uh, Dato, if our listeners out there would like more information or on the association or how to become a member, is there a website that they can go to? Yes, they can go to uh, dsam.org.my uh, uh, and Lawrence, our executive director uh, in the secretariat, will, will provide them all the information they need about the industry, uh, about our code of ethics, about who we are and what we do. Uh, when it comes to someone wanting to join uh, as a member, we have 126 members. They can go into any of these uh, member uh, uh, company websites that's available in our DSAM website and they're free to choose any product that, that helps them. All right. Uh, once again, Dato, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Thank you. I've been speaking with Dato Tan Chong Guan, President of the Direct Selling Association of Malaysia. Now, if you missed out on any part of this show, the podcast of this interview will be up on our website, bfm.my, within the hour. You can also catch up on all our podcasts on the BFM app, on iTunes, or on Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast fix. Just search for Resource Center. We'll be back again same time next week for more. But till then, this is Audrey Raj signing off for Enterprise, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.